A Florida woman assaults her neighbor with dog poo to the face. A Florida teacher showed fourth graders a Winnie the Pooh slasher film. A Florida man stole a car outside the job that he just applied for. A Florida man broke into a diner to steal three bottles of vodka. And a Florida man threatened to shoot down all the police helicopters. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a closet. And the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Friday. That's right. All the weird news only from the state of Florida. Let's do it. A Florida woman shoved poop in her elderly neighbor's face. She's facing charges. Her name is Kaylee Robertson of Pinellas County. Our favorite county, guys, Pinellas. She's facing felony, felony charges for allegedly cramming a bag of dog feces into her 76-year-old neighbor's face. Let's find out why she was carrying a bag of dog feces. Is this just a normal Florida activity in Pinellas County? Just to leave your house. Do I got my keys? Do I got my phone? Do I got my dog feces? Got it. Kaylee Robertson, 28 years old, was arrested after a fight escalated between her and the victim at the mobile home park. That explains a lot of this behavior. It's at a mobile home park in Pinellas. A lot of people just shoving dog poop in each other's faces in a mobile home park, I'd imagine. Robertson is being charged with battery. Battery seems very serious. After assaulting the elderly victim, according to the police report. They're actually naming the victim in this story. Uh, Mr. Daniel Powell is the Florida man that got dog feces in his grill. According to the report, Mr. Powell, quote, would always speak with her neighbor Robertson while she walked her dog. Sounds lovely. You sh- I'm going to advise you not to speak to your Florida neighbors, though. I just can't. I can't condone it. It's dangerous to speak with a Florida neighbor. You don't know what they're going to do to you, man. They're going to take their clothes off. I mean... Hit you with a baby iguana. Dog feces is a possible weapon of choice, apparently, at least in a mobile home park. Police say Robertson took an, quote, unsecured bag of dog feces and pushed it into Powell's face, quote, leaving feces smeared on his face and the bag on the ground. Now, they describe the bag of dog feces as being unsecured. I I guess that means it wasn't it wasn't tied up which is why the feces was able to exit the bag and then be smeared on the face of the neighbor. Uh, They say the dog waste bag, quote, matched those in the defendant's possession, and she ultimately admitted to this battery charge. They really ran a CSI on this one. Um, She pleaded not guilty to third-degree felony. I I, I find it so strange that this is considered a felony. but apparently you could just carry a gun around and open it. That's fine. <laughs> just carry guns everywhere. But you attack somebody with some dog waste, and that's a felony. Aye. Strange. Strange dichotomies in Florida, eh? Now, it says here, it's unclear how or why the fight began between the parties. Very funny that you haven't gotten to the bottom of that. You have all the details. <laughs> we're, we're told where the bag of feces landed on the ground, but we are not told why the fight began. I'm going to guess it's not over... Picking up dog feces, which is a common neighborly argument. Hey, pick up after your dog, why don't you? Or maybe maybe the, it was about that. Hey, why don't you pick up after your dog? Yeah, I did pick up after my dog. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you did not. I did, in fact. Here it is right here, in your face. 
A teacher in Florida showed fourth graders a Winnie the Pooh slasher film. The story is out of Miami Springs. A teacher at a school accidentally showed students a slasher film that featured Winnie the Pooh. This angered several parents who are now wondering how the school allowed this mishap to occur. I love the word accidentally. Accidentally showed students the Winnie the Pooh slasher film. Uh, You know, it's like, didn't the cover photo give you a clue as to what was going on here? (laughs) How about the words blood and honey, which are in the title of this film? Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey. That didn't tell you that this might not be a normal Winnie the Pooh film? It's unbelievable, man. The film was shown to fourth graders at the Academy for Innovative Education Charter School. Um, Now, the film does not depict Winnie the Pooh as the classic cuddly bear that we all know. No, 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 no. This particular feature film is a horror take on the beloved Winnie the Pooh character. And the title is Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Here's a quote from a parent named Melissa. Honestly, I don't know if I would play that for fourth graders. That's a hot take, Melissa. Wait a go. <laughs> you don't know? You should know. You should know that you should not play that for fourth graders, I'd imagine, right? And uh, not on school property, anyways. We have uh, this mother of a seven and a 14-year-old. She heard about the slasher movie that was played. The film is not rated, but it follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a bloody rampage after Christopher Robin abandons them when he goes to college. (laughs) Strange motivations. Christopher went to college. Oh, no, I'm lonely. Me, too. You want to stab people? Okay, let's go on a bloody rampage. The head of this school is Vera. Vera told the media that the video was mistakenly shown by the teacher during indoor lunch. And now we have another quote from Melissa, the parent. I don't know how that's mistakenly shown, because it's not like, I mean, you have to choose what you're putting on. Everything now is electric. It's not like a VHS that could have been in the wrong cover. Everything everything now is electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. (laughs) Everything is electric now. Who who is this person? This parent's off her rocker as well. Uh, Melissa goes on to say, they don't know this kind of fear. They're not used to that as of yet. There are so many things going on in the world. I don't think a Winnie the Pooh movie of all things should have been put for them to watch, you know? Now, the school hasn't uh, indicated whether or not there's any disciplinary action for the teacher that showed this slasher film. But they did say uh, mental health counselors are available and continue to be available for the students at the request of parents, teachers, or students. So... If they need some therapy afterward, they're making that available. I'm not sure that fixes the problem. I mean, you probably ought to discipline the teacher or just, uh, you know, get rid of the teacher. Uh, Any teacher that would uh, choose this film to show to fourth graders is a suspect, I would say. But I know there's a teacher shortage in Florida, so they'll probably keep this person there, unfortunately. You know, you know what would make them fire a teacher, though, is if they showed them a film that had a drag queen in it. Then it would be over for the team, for the teacher. Florida, really? Oh, no drag queens. A murdering bear. No problem. No drag queens, though, guys.
Thanks, Jonesy. Yay! A Florida man stole a car outside of a job that he just applied for. <laughs> Talk about living the Grand Theft Auto lifestyle. A Florida man was arrested and charged after allegedly stealing a vehicle that was parked right outside the job that he just dropped off an application for. This Florida man's name is Jacob Thompson, 23 years old. Jacob entered the Pilot Travel Center asking to speak to a manager about a possible job opportunity. Employees told the Florida man that no one was available to speak to him at that moment and requested that he come back a few days later. Approximately 15 minutes after Thompson left the store, the county sheriff's office received a carjacking report from the same location. Deputies reported that Thompson, the Florida man, allegedly took a white 2022 Cadillac XT4 SUV from the parking area and nearly struck the owner while fleeing the scene as well. The victim told the police that he had gone into a store to buy snacks during a road trip and left the car running because he did not want the chocolate to melt. <laughs> That's your first mistake. You leave your car running unattended in the state of Florida. Are you out of your mind? The victim says he thought he had locked the car, but when he returned, he saw the suspect inside the vehicle. The victim pleaded with the suspect, please don't take his car. But the suspect allegedly tried to hit him as he fled. Um, the victim narrowly avoided being struck by the vehicle on its way out. It says here, thanks to the vehicle's OnStar technology, they were able to track the SUV. They pursued the Florida man where he reached speeds of up to 100 miles per hour in the emergency lane. About 20 minutes later, OnStar turned off the vehicle's engine, which caused the Florida man to lose control of the vehicle. The SUV hit a guardrail, flipping multiple times and landing upside down. My goodness. Those slightly injured, Florida man Thompson got out and began to run. <laughs> this guy's legit. He was quickly arrested. He faces 12 charges, including grand theft auto and resisting arrest. Uh, the good thing is now he can include highly motivated on his resume. <laughs> Says here you're a go-getter. Could you tell us in what ways you're a go-getter, sir? Oh, yeah, man. Like, let's say, uh, let's say I, I need to be motivated. Well, I don't let anything stop me when I feel motivated. Also says on your uh, application that you're a problem solver. Could you give us an example of how you're a problem solver, sir? Well, yeah, well, let's say I don't have uh, any means of transportation, for instance. That's a problem that some of us have. You know, obviously there are, I could take a bus, but uh, let's say I want to get somewhere quicker. The bus doesn't take you 100 miles per hour in the emergency lane, now does it? So, you know, so I could just take a car that I, that I see as long as the, the owner isn't there. Maybe the car's running, maybe it ain't. Maybe I know how to hotwire a car because I got those kinds of skills too. It, it says that on my, uh, on my application if you'll notice right there. Yeah, I'm able to improvise in, in cases like that. I'm pretty good at thinking on my feet. <laughs> I, I can solve problems, man, is what I'm saying. I'll solve a problem right now. You want to see me? Right, right now. I'll, I'll solve a problem right now. I don't have a car. Watch this. A Florida man broke into a diner and stole three bottles of vodka. A very calculated robbery. The story is out of Sanford. The police are looking to identify a man accused of stealing exactly three bottles of vodka from a Sanford restaurant after forcing himself inside the business and shutting off the power. Ooh, this was a very convoluted plan this guy had. 
Uh, I'm going to break in. I'm going to shut off the power. That way the cameras go off. That way I can steal three bottles of vodka. Any questions? Uh, yeah, why three bottle, bottles of vodka? Why, why don't we steal four bottles of vodka? Look, man, we're stealing three bottles of vodka. All right, that's the plan. Questions? Yeah, why don't we steal some money from the register as well? How about that? There's other things in there. Guys, guys, this is a three vodka bottle heist, all right? Stop trying to confuse me with other items. Any other questions? Yeah, man, I don't know. There's like, I'm kind of hungry. There's food in there. It's a, it's a restaurant. Maybe we steal some bacon. What about that? Guys, guys, we're stealing three bottles of vodka, all right? If you're not on board with stealing three bottles of vodka, then you don't need to be part of this heist. Questions? Yeah, man, there's five of us. Like, can't we just steal two extra bottles of vodka? What did I just say? Sorry, guys, a lot of act outs today. This heist happened at a Mel's Diner located on Orlando Drive. There's still Mel's Diners hanging around. I wonder how many Mel's Diners there are out there in the world currently. Hold on. Oh, a little search here. It says the original Mel's Diner has now grown to 22 restaurants serving all-American family favorites. Uh, Yes, like vodka. That's an all-American family favorite. Nothing like a screwdriver with your bacon and eggs. Uh, Anyways, back to our story here. It's nice to learn, guys. It's nice to learn. Now, the authorities were able to share some photos of a man and a woman, the accomplice, who were observed on the restaurant's surveillance cameras in the hopes that somebody's going to recognize this pair and come forward. Officers say the man pictured in the photo somehow forced his way into the business through the front door, went to the back room where the breakers are located, and shut off the power before taking off with all the alcohol. Uh, The restaurant learned that the vodka, valued at about $100, had been stolen after an inventory was completed. I still find it odd that Mel's Diner is... uh, serving up vodka but this is florida so i mean there's just booze everywhere man Yay! a florida man threatens to shoot down the police helicopter again this is his thing this story is out of volusia county florida a man who previously threatened to shoot down the sheriff's office helicopter has been arrested once again for approaching and screaming at the helicopter crew threatening to shoot them down again The Florida man is named Robert Money. He was arrested on three counts of aggravated stalking. The 59-year-old showed up to the Air One hangar and began screaming at the crew and the staff, according to deputies. They say he was screaming from across a fence and also in front of the building. The Florida man, Robert Money, allegedly told the employees that they were evil, adding that, quote, the devil is going to kill you and I'm going to help. That's that's his phrase, you know. The devil's going to kill you and I'm going to help. That's his, uh, you know, every wrestler has a catchphrase. That's his. Now, our Florida man, Robert, is no stranger to the sheriff's office deputies. They have previously encountered him. And he apparently believes that helicopters, quote, are part of a conspiracy spying on him and causing him concussions by flying over his home. (laughs) And the sheriff's office says that... um, The Florida man also claims Air One, the helicopter, is giving him concussions every time it flies over his house. Yeah, they're just repeating what he already said. I kind of feel some empathy for this man. As you guys know, in the early 
phases of Weird AF News. I was recording at my previous apartment in downtown LA and was oftentimes interrupted by police helicopters flying over my roof very low. And you could hear them in, on a lot of the episodes. And you can hear me screaming in the middle of the episodes at the helicopters. I would do a thing where I would be like, hold for helicopter, damn it! Any of you remember these, these early days of Weird AF News <laughs> where helicopters were just part of the performance back then? Since then, of course, I've uh, upgraded my production studios and now I'm in a very quiet closet, thankfully. Uh, the story says in 2018, this same man was arrested after threatening to shoot down Air One again. This is... He just really is affected by these helicopters, and my guess is he has some sort of paranoid schizophrenia, and there's probably some chemicals involved in his life. Now, our poor, sick Florida man was booked into the county branch jail, where he remains, uh, and I don't think jail's the right place for someone like this. He, he definitely has a, a mental disorder of some sort, and you know, you just hope that he doesn't order a rocket launcher off Amazon or something, because I, mean, I think, I'm pretty sure in Florida you can open carry your rocket launcher without a permit. Anyone want to uh, verify that for me? All right, my friends, another episode of Florida Friday in the books, and I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida stories over the past 48 hours. I appreciate it so very much. You can always email me whatever you have to funnyjones at gmail.com. Don't hesitate just to drop me a message and say what's up. I appreciate that as well. I'd like to give thanks and praise to Christy, Christy from Ohio, who bought me some coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com, a place where you can buy Jonesy coffee and keep me highly caffeinated inside the closet, the way it was meant to be. Christy wrote a nice little note here. Thanks for starting my days with a laugh, Jonesy. I'm buying an extra coffee on behalf of the listener from Columbus who said she wished she could buy you one. Isn't that sweet? Christy, helping out buying me some coffees, and even one on behalf of my listener from Columbus. Ohio girls unite. I love it. Thank you so much, Christy. Big shout out. Christy's been a longtime supporter of the show, so we appreciate her. We want to give her some love. Uh, if you guys want to buy me coffees, just go to weirdafnews.com. That's a way you can go. That's a way you can go. That makes sense. You can also join the Patreon from there, another thing that you can do to support the show. It's like buying me a coffee every month. Uh, or you can download the Patreon app on your phone. Just do a search for Weird AF News. That's pretty cool. Uh, if you're new to the show, please like and subscribe. That would be extremely helpful if you think you might want weird news five days a week. Or maybe you just want to listen to the Florida Friday episodes. You can do that as well. Uh, the podcast is available on all podcast players and even YouTube. All right, I hope you guys are having a good weekend or you had one or you're about to have one. And we'll see you on Monday. We'll see you. We'll, we'll spend some time with you on Monday, all right? I appreciate all of you. And good luck with your life, man.